Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. That has a little bit of ruin in it will come to the surface and it will be ruined to you. And the next thing you know, you have leprosy. Even though you might have a legitimate concern, you might be sitting in the audience today and you might be looking at someone with legitimate concern. It could be me. It could be the one next to you. But I ask you the question, is it that or is there an ulterior motive behind it? This ulterior motive is what was in Miriam. I don't believe that she was that concerned about Moses' wife. It was only the right time to say it. He could have, she could have said it before. He, she could have said it when they were married or even way, you know, during that distance. But it was at this time when she was tired of the way he operated. He, she did not like some of the things that he did. There was another motive behind it to question this Ethiopian woman. And what I find so interesting is in this is that even though it is obvious that Moses, according to law, made a mistake, God never said a thing about it. It was Miriam that did. And when Miriam did, God judged her with leprosy. I don't know why God didn't judge Moses I don't know. I don't need to know. All we need to know is what is my motive of questioning Moses? What is my motive of questioning him or her that is in your life? This is the ruin, the son of perdition that will come to the surface. There are some things that you have said and I have said in our life perhaps and we say, oh, that was a mistake. I should have never said that. I'm so sorry. Ah, it was the son of perdition coming to the surface. It was part of me that came to the surface and I got caught, I got found out. I said something, I wish I wouldn't have said it. And now it's going around, he said this, he said that. It was in my heart. And when we come to this end time, we're going to see a massive move like this among the saints. That God will prepare it. And the whole thing is that God is not against us. He's wanting to bring us into purity. So that he can cleanse us and prepare us for heaven. Because at the end the bride will be clear and white. And it will be spotless. No blemish or any such thing will be in this bride. It will be under so much pressure from heaven and from earth and from all the surroundings that there will be a purity that will come up out of this bride that is so beautiful that I believe God at one point will just say, Go get your bride to Jesus. Go get him. Get the bride. Bring him home. Somehow, that perdition, the, the, that thing that can ruin us will come to the surface. And sometimes when you make a mistake, you might say that I feel so bad I said that. I've done that. Oh, I feel so bad I said that. I wasn't thinking when I said it. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to say that. I know what's in my heart now. Yeah? That's the way we need to look at it so that we do not do it again. Not only that, so that our heart is purified and we get humbled by those things. 
Sometimes the Lord really humbles us deeply. See, the Bible, the Bible says that we are to humble ourselves, but if we can't do it, he'll humiliate us. Sometimes he'll do things that are right contrary to your, all your figuring out and all the things that you've got down pat. He'll do things right, right opposite from that, simply to confine you because he's finding some things in you that he's not satisfied with. It has to come to the surface. Let's look at some more examples. Let's look furthermore of what leprosy does. Number one, it is often not detected, sometimes not for weeks, sometimes not for months, and even as much as years. What does it do? It affects the nerve system. And as it affects the nerve system, you become numb and you do not have feeling. You lose spiritual sensitivity when you don't have feeling. Some of you are not sensitive. Miriam was not sensitive to Moses right here because she had leprosy even before it was seen. Miriam already had leprosy in her heart, and when the right time and the right moment came, she exploded, and out of it is what came, these questionable words that she spoke to Moses. What happened? God just showed her a little bit later, let my glory go away from here, you can see who you are, and she was white as snow. And she was told to go out into the wilderness, and she was out there for seven days, according to how it's described that, we, that the children of Israel had to do when they had leprosy in Deuteronomy and Exodus. Exodus. This is what she had to do. She went out, and the whole church waited until she came back in. It said that. Another thing that it does, it works in the forehead. It works right in this area, and it brings blindness to your eyes. Leprosy brings blindness to your eyes. Is there anything of a verse that you can remember where it says like this, take away the beam out of your eye because you're stumbling over someone's splinter? You see, the problem is a beam, it's not the splinter. Moses might have had a little splinter, but Miriam had a beam. It caused the whole vision to, be, uh, to, to, to deteriorate, and she couldn't accurately see anymore. See, I don't believe that that the calling that Miriam had, she was a prophetess. I mean, God would, would show her some things. It's obvious. He would show her some things. But she was still in a different place and position of what Moses was. Moses was called a prophet at one place. But Moses functioned even in a different way. And we'll show you that after a bit. There's another thing that happens when somebody has uh, uh, leprosy. Is they, they lose nasal cartilage and as a result they will not smell anymore so the sense they do not sense smell they do not discern the discernment part leaves them the blindness comes and the numbness comes and when you have those three elements in your life you're really you're really quite helpless you cannot smell you cannot taste you cannot see and basically what happens is you become a person that has to go entirely by your feelings. Does that describe today's Christianity? A person that has to entirely go by the feelings because of leprosy, spiritual leprosy. And when you start going by your feelings, you'll always be led wrong because you will always lead yourself in the wrong way. Because it's not my will, it's not will, it is His will. It says here also in another verse a little bit further, it says, you see, and I just used my own words here, 
but it's, this is what the meaning is. You see, Aaron and Miriam, if there is a prophet among you, I speak to them in dreams and in visions. Moses is not so. I speak to him mouth to mouth, even matter of fact. The similitude or the re resemblance of the Lord he shall behold. He said, Moses is not operating as a prophet. When I speak to prophets and prophetess, I give them dreams and I give them visions. But, he's, but Moses is a different man. I speak to him face to face. Miriam, you as a prophetess, don't understand that. Moses has a different calling. He has a different position. And you need to honor and respect that. But Miriam had a problem. She was probably a bit hungry. And it cost her to have certain blindness. She was tired of the desert. I'm sure that's what one of them was. And not only that, she also had an errand in her life. And she probably thought he should take some position. And so to find some fall and tear down Moses a little bit might put Aaron and Miriam right where they want to be. And God heard it and said, and then his glory left and she was white as snow with leprosy. Now in that condition then, now Miriam sees as being a leper, she sees now that she has numbness, that she cannot see very well, and the sensitivity of her whole nervous system had depleted where she couldn't sense much at all. She was insensitive. There's a lot of things went wrong in Miriam. Yes, long before I believe, before the white was shining. Now what is so different is in the book of Revelation, it talks about a white robe that the people will be wearing at the end. And there's another white one that will be, and it's called leprosy. And both are described as white as snow. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And it describes the robe of righteousness that white. It describes leprosy that white. But in leprosy, someone is deceived by it. But in righteousness, the righteousness of God, people are purified by it. There's a difference. The resemblance might look somewhat the same. But in the eyes of God, it's vastly different. And I ask you the question today. Am I wearing the robe of His righteousness? Or where am I wearing the insensitivities in my heart? Am I wearing the leprosy that is written in me? That I am senseless? I do not feel correctly? I am about... I will, I will, iniquity that is found in me. Who am I? Where do I operate? And if you operate on your will and it's all about what you want, what you will, I will have in my way and, or it's the highway, it's not going to be the robe of righteousness. And at the end, they will come to the surface. They might both look completely white. One is covered over with disease and the other one with the righteousness of Christ. There's a big difference. I want to look at several other things here. I want to use one, I, I wanted to use several examples of people that had leprosy just so you can understand some things. Here was one man that we all know about. His name is Uzziah. We, I've preached about Uzziah. We've all preached about Uzziah. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 19, it says, Then Uzziah was wroth, 
and had a censer in his hand to burn incense, and while he was yet wroth with the priests, the leprosy even rose up to his forehead before the priests in the house of the Lord from beside the incense altar. What happened here is Uzziah. He was an inventor of military machines. He was a man far superior to any of his enemies, and God somehow uh, could bless him in certain of these areas. It was quite obvious that there were some things that he did that no other king did, that no other people could even invent, and he was a very powerful man. And at one point he thought he had everything so down pat that he don't need no priests anymore. I don't need anybody ministering to me anymore. I can do anything I want to. And what happened? That's exactly what happened with Lucifer. He thought all at once, I don't need God. I am God, he said. I will sit in the seat of God. I will do this. I will do that. I will do that. And he just went right on. And Uzziah, all at once, he said, I will too. I don't need the priest to light the candles or the, to light the incense. I'm going to do it myself. And he went into the Holy of Holies or into the holy place. And they tried to, the, the priests around him tried to hold him back. And he went right through. He was angry and he went right through to light the, or the light, the incense in the holy place because he had it all together. He could do it better than anyone else. And he felt he doesn't need a special calling for that. And so he went in. But on the way out, he turned completely white. He was leprous. That leprosy happened not at that moment. It happened already days and maybe even years before when he said in his heart, I will, I will, I will, I will. It's the true difference between the saint and the false one, the tear and the wheat. The one says, I delight to do thy will, O God. The other one says, I will, I will do this, I will not. And you know whether which one is operating in your heart. The son of perdition at the end will be revealed. Let's read on here. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.